This is an OSV Podcasts production. To learn more about OSV Podcasts Network, visit osvpodcasts.com. FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influences, Father of Galia Homilies. The Catholic Influencers podcast crew have broken down countless stories and boldly ventured into an array of different topics, all the while capturing our hearts in the process. Let's recap. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the recap mini series here inside of the Catholic Influencers podcast. This is Augie from the FRG ministry team. Very happy to be here with you. Uh, just joined the podcast and the team. And so, uh, you know, can't wait and, and really grateful for the opportunity to be your host as we look back at some of the highlight moments that the Catholic Influencers podcast has given us over the past few years. You know, I'm hoping to look back and just sift through all these episodes and find some golden nuggets from the past nine seasons that speaks to whatever you or someone you know is going through right now. Last episode, we looked at the concept of death to ego, giving away yourself to serve God's people. Now, for episode two, we're going to boost the acceleration as I introduce a topic that has seduced the hearts of nearly every person in every nation, and we're going to look at love and relationships in an episode I am titling Family Vocation and Motivation. This would be a good time to Maybe give a little bit of a disclaimer. If you're around little kids or children, I'm going to let you be what you know. Choose, seek God's wisdom, and decide if uh, if you know the people around you. They may be too young to be exposed to these concepts and these ideas. Uh, you know, this episode. Maybe this would be the time to put in the headphones or jump to a different episode and come back to this one when it's more appropriate. Uh, this first highlight, we're going to look at Season 7, Episode 7, titled God's Plan for Sex. Justine speaks with Jed from Real Talk, which is an organization that goes into schools and delivers to students a Christian value-based message around the topics of love, sex, and relationships. And let's listen in on how what we do with our bodies does impact ourselves and others, as well as hear a little bit about what the church has to say about it. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you find it valuable. It's it's so interesting because I think the stereotype, if a Christian person came into my school to talk about sex, you just think, oh, they're going to tell me I can't have sex till marriage, you know. And I once heard someone say, um, you know, the church isn't saying no because they're a killjoy. No, you can't have sex. No, you can't do this. They're actually saying yes to the best and greatest kind of love you deserve. Like you don't deserve anything less. And anything outside of marriage that isn't committed, that isn't lifelong, you know, with someone who isn't ready to, to sacrifice their life for you and commit to you in marriage, to honour you, to honour what you value, to honour your body and your whole person, um, anything less than that is, is not what you deserve. And so the church, you know, is not saying no, no, no. It's saying yes 
love we love you and we want you to have the best experience the best fulfillment for your intimate relationships um for your sex life as well you know across the whole board um so i think that's what you're getting at really is that there's a depth to us that perhaps we don't really get from this fleeting idea of casual sex or casual relationships um I wish we could talk forever about this. Maybe we need to have a 50-part episode on, on relationships. Um, and we're only really skimming the surface today. But I have um, two quick questions um, for you. Um, maybe we can do quick fire. For those who are listening um, who are after just some top tips, you know, how, how do we live out God's plan for relationships, sex, and dating? It can be hard just because we're Christian. It doesn't remove the temptations that were there before we were Christian, before we resolved to live out um, chastity that, you know. Um, so any top tips for those who are listening that kind of, yeah, to navigate this new land of committing to authentic relationships? Yeah, 100%. Um, a few quick things. One, I'd just say, like, friendship is so important, you know, um, having a, a deep love and a deep respect for the person that you choose to be in relationship with uh, and having a friendship um, above all else, you know, that is so, so important. So that's a great place to start, like a bit of a pedagogy, you might say, uh, of relationship, not diving into the intimacy, the physical, the sexual, the emotional before you have a great basis of friendship. Um, so I think that'd be that'd be one thing. Um, another thing would be being on the same page. You know, if you both want different things, don't waste each other's time um, because it's going to be really, really challenging. Okay, so making sure that you're sort of on the same page with those. Um, have some clear boundaries. Be open to speak about those. Um, seek accountability in your life. So not just the person that you're with, but, um, you know, having someone who's going to ask you that question. I know like um, being really important uh, on my journey, having people asking me things like, Jed, like, How's your prayer life? But how are you going in your relationship? You know, um, these are questions that we might be like, how are we going to answer? But it's so good to know that someone in your life is going to be asking you those questions. Um, yeah, so I think those are a couple of So good. good. And I know the times in my life where I have asked for accountability, it has felt awkward, but it really has helped me stay on track. And there are other times where I've avoided it or, you know, um, and it has been harder to live out. So I think that they're, they're really good tips. And, and just lastly, I'm just so aware that we're human and um, praise God for his forgiveness as well. Um, but for some listeners today, maybe um, you're tuning in to this podcast very randomly, but perhaps you're someone who may have already had sex and, and you're not married, or maybe you're uh, a listener who's not living out the Christian teaching about you know, intimacy, sex and relationships, but you kind of want to, you know, and this question of, but is it too late for me now? Um, so I just wondered, Jed, you know, what, what would you say to that, that person listening today? Yeah, I'd say awesome. I'd say what an exciting time of life for you. I think if you're mulling over those questions, it's because something is kind of stirring in you going, hey, maybe I want more for myself or more for my life, or uh, maybe I'm not experiencing uh, love, sex and relationship in the fullest way I could be. Because if you're not asking those questions, those stirrings aren't happening. So if the stirring's happening to you, um, I just want to say that is that is awesome. Um, and there's no such thing as too late, okay? Um, you know, we have so many different presenters throughout our organization. 
Um, presenters have been in different sexual relationships throughout their life. Um, presenters have never had sex in their life. Um, but at the heart of it, I guess it's this notion of continually turning our hearts back to God. I think sometimes we can think that sexual sin is like the biggest sin um, and it's the big like blocker. Oh, can't go back from that. Um, but the truth is we, we sin every day in so many different ways in our life. You know, we all have things that we wrestle and struggle with. And when we understand that even though we regularly fall short and in many different areas, and that could be sexual areas uh, in our life too, man, we can always turn our hearts back to God. And that is his desire for us to just come home. The story of the prodigal son, man, I have prodigal son moments all the time, right? Uh, in the smaller areas in life and in the bigger areas in life. So um, I really just want you to hear that. So, uh, man, we've, we've skimmed the surface. There's so much we could talk about, um, but just quickly some really good resources to really unpack um, this idea of intimacy, relationship, sex, dating in the Christian Catholic context, um, some resources. I know the first thing that comes to mind for me is chastity.com. Um, it's a great website where you can type in questions and read through church teaching and ask, like, but why, and, and find really um, practical help as well. Jed, do you have any other recommended resources for reading or watching? Yeah, definitely. A couple um, names I could throw your way. To jump on YouTube or podcasts or whatever, um, there are people like Chris West, uh, there are people like Jason Everett, people like Matt Frad, they speak on a lot of these topics. Um, for the ladies out there, definitely listen to these guys as well. But, um, aim, uh, sorry, uh, Jackie and uh, Jackie and Bobby Angel, um, they're great to be listening to as well. Uh, and I know uh, Cameron Frad does some stuff in this space too. So, um, a couple of places you can go for podcasts and YouTube videos. So good. And thank you so much, um, Jed from Real Talk Australia for joining us today. And um, to the listeners, be encouraged. Um, if something is stirring in your heart, um, listen to that. And I really encourage you to dig deep, to ask questions to the right people, to go and research and find answers um, and to pray that God wants to be a part of this, the most intimate parts of our life in our relationships. And so if this is an area of struggle or an area where you, you want the fullness of life, um, yeah, I just really encourage you to lean into that and go to God with that. And today is a new day as well to turn over a new lead. FRG Ministry presents presents our new online course subscription package. As a member, you will receive digital on-demand access to FRG Ministry's growing library of online courses. FRG Ministry online courses cover teaching, devotional and practical elements of the Catholic faith to help individuals, teachers, students and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. Current titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Pentecost and the Holy Spirit, Introduction to the Bible and more, with new courses being added regularly. All courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards and phone wallpapers. Online courses from FRG Ministry are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. For more information about enrolment and subscription options, head to courses.frgministry.com forward slash subscription. We are living in a society where the family is attacked. People only offer love if it comes with personal benefits and strings attached. 
utilitarianistic nowadays the world claims that a bond between two in a marriage isn't idealistic another broken home is just another statistic the church's plan for love is it really realistic man only by grace and the support of the holy spirit before i found my wife theology of the body i would not hear it and i just kept getting my heart broke giving away my heart and my body to people who never intended on cherishing it it just left me feeling really empty and anybody out there if you've experienced the same i just you know want you to know that god loves you and it really is never too late i love what jed said in that recap of season 7 episode 7 titled god's plan for sex where he emphasized the importance of committing to a best friend Someone who has the same goals. My wife met me in a really vulnerable time in my life and was the first person who showed me unconditional love. And to this day, she loves me on my good days and my bad days. And most importantly, we're both unified in that same vision to seek heaven and honor the faith that has been passed down to us. Marriage is a really intense vocation. And God uses it to expose within myself where my heart needs to be healed so that I can love and lay down my life for my family more perfectly. And man, I am nowhere near perfect. I have a long way to go. But I'm thankful I chose to commit to the vocation of marriage. I really have someone who watches my back and calls me to holiness every single day, you know? But you know how the story goes. First come love, then came marriage, then came two screaming toddlers attracting all the attention at our local parish. <laughs> I uh, I hope I make the right decision to pass down my faith to my kids. It is, I feel like, probably the most important thing I'll do in this life. So let's listen into a highlight clip from Season 5, Episode 11, titled Being a Godly Parent, where we give a few tips on how to share the faith with your children. I hope you enjoy. But that, that's what it is, yes. And Jesus is the ultimate shepherd. He is the shepherd. But we, um, as as his ministers, are called to shepherd on his behalf, in persona Christi. And this is our, our privilege. It's our honor. But uh, what does it mean to shepherd in the person of Christ? First of all, yes, traditionally we look at this as the priesthood. But it's not only the priesthood. It's it's the parenthood as well with kids. It's it's a teacher w- with their students. Yeah. Now th- this is pastoring and leading people as a pastor is so. In in doing that, we are called to reflect the love of of Jesus. But ultimately, what is the purpose of being a pastor? It's it's about feeding the people. It's about leading them to pasture leading them to a place where there's flowing waters, where the Lord is my shepherd, he shall lead me into pastures. That's what it is. So as a pastor, as a priest, as a parent, your responsibility, my responsibility is to give people Jesus, is to give people the sustenance, the food that they need for the journey. And ultimately, the greatest gift as a pastor, as that any parent, that anyone can give, is to lead people to Jesus, the source, the summit of our faith. And if you want to put it simplistically, but yet powerfully, it's ultimately to bring your family, to bring the people to the Eucharist, to the source and summit of our yes. faith. But I think there are just five principles that when I was even working with with couples and working with families, uh, five things that I see that make a holy family. And the mm-hmm. same thing that we have the great and the holy family, Mary, Joseph and Jesus, th- things that they had and things that we are called to imitate as well. 
Let's talk about these things and then we'll go to the interview. Sure. The first thing is that you need to pray together. Okay. If you a family that prays together stays together, that's uh, Mother Teresa, that beautiful quote. That um, there needs to be not only a, a physical, even in a between couples, physical intimacy, but also um, an, a spiritual intimacy. So uh, seeking the Lord together. Two, dedicate your family to the Lord. You know, there are things that we are in control. We can control our two-year-old or three-year-old, but when they start four, less control. <laughs> and when they're 14, even less there control. Go, yeah. So this is why we have to continue dedicating the family to the Lord. Another thing that we need to do. Um, we need to serve God together. Be hospitable. Yeah. And that's actually one of the things that you promise in your marriage, that you'll be um, open to life. And open to life is not only children, but open to to be hospitable, open. And also in the, the nuptial blessing, if you ever heard that, is that we pray that you will be hospitable. And that um, and, and when we when a family looks out and serves others, the poor community, they become more oriented towards God and a happier family as well. Oh, definitely. I, I know I know friends who do this and I've definitely seen it. Something else families should do is they should worship together, you know, attend mass together, go to the sacraments together, but also reading the Bible. Um, perhaps maybe something they could do is each week, like we, we talk about the upcoming gospel reading, maybe the middle of the week before mass, read the gospel as a family. And then you yes, know, you're so, kind of opening your heart already to what God might be wanting to to say to you on on the weekend. Yes, and or praying the rosary together, or mm -hmm. even a decade of the rosary, or even um, making sure you pray before meals and things like that. So these are things for making sure that you you also have your prayer together, but also worshiping God together within the community. That is so important. We cannot. Uh, family is a great community. It's the and um, the heart of the community, but. Again, shouldn't be isolated even in worship, that it should come together with a yes, online mass at the moment and make sure you gather together with the online mass. But if you are not in lockdown, make sure you get to mass, yes. get to the community, get to the source and summit of our faith, get to Jesus in the Eucharist. And final point, I guess, is um your marriage needs to come before your children. And it's a it's a we see this happen a lot, like when as soon as um parents have children, like everything becomes about the child, all the parents talk about other children. Um, but then when the kids grow up and the kids are gone, the couple have kind of lost that connection. So it's yes. really important that, um, yeah, you you continue that, um, fostering of the relationship between your spouse, uh, yes. between spouses. Exactly. And so th this is, uh, it doesn't mean you don't look after the children. It doesn't mean you don't lay down your life for the kids. It doesn't mean you don't put the kids first in a sense, but if you as a husband and wife are not loving each other first. The children don't have an example of what it means to love. If the, if you're not um, are working as a team and you're not on each other's side, then it's going to be difficult to parent, to discipline and all of that. So even that, that's also bringing up the children, but also your commitment, you promised to lay down your life for your husband, for your wife. And you didn't vow that for your children, but that comes automatically yeah. as in parenting. But make sure husband and wife first and then out of that overflow of love then and and overflow of holiness comes the holiness that you have and the strength and the joy together you will have to bring up your children according to the heart of jesus awesome and i'll just add one little thing um as we said we've got the holy family as an example as well i think keeping faith at the center of our lives not just a sunday or occasion faith but at every moment like how can we bring our families to god thank you for seeking the lord with us today 
If you long for more content and resources, check out our church online. FRG Ministries Church Online is where you will find ongoing spiritual nourishment and inspiration. Online Mass, Prayer, Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, Worship Music, Eucharistic Adoration, and so much more. You can even submit your prayer requests and commit to pray for others. FRG Ministry Church Online will inspire and deepen your love and understanding of Christ and His Church. Be blessed by FRG Ministries Church Online at frgministry.com slash churchonline. Welcome back to the recap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's definitely personal for me, you know, being a, uh, you know, a, f- a husband and a father. Um, you know, I-, I really loved the tips that were just shared in that in that last uh, highlight from season five, episode 11. I'm um, just sharing what I do with my kids. You know, I, I have a-, a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and another one on the way, uh, you know, and I just constantly think about how can I pass down the faith uh, with my children. And I think the two things that I guess I'm doing consistently at the moment, and, you know, I'm sure I'll add and subtract things as I go, uh, but the one thing that won't go away is I get to Mass, you know, every Sunday, even when we don't really feel like it. Um, You know, I still think it's important for my kids to see their dad interested in the Mass and, um, you know, being faithful to the Eucharist. Uh, And, I I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's really difficult to go to Mass with toddlers. I just constantly feel like everyone's watching me, and I get, (laughs) I just get, like, social anxiety taking my little kids to Mass. But I push through, and I press on, and it's way worse in my head than I actually make it. There's all these people who come up, you know, even if my daughter ran down the middle of the aisle and broke like a million and one rules. Um, people will always come up every now and again and just say, it's so good to see your children at mass. And we just want you to know it's such a joy that you guys are coming. And it, it builds up my faith seeing young families. And so that, that brings me a little bit of comfort, but I still get super annoyed. <laughs> uh, but also I um, saw that I, so I, I did a, um, like a, a booking for like, like um, you know, like my music, I, I'd perform and stuff and share my faith with different groups of people. And I was doing a, a show in Adelaide and I stayed the night with this really beautiful family. And they had a corner in the room where there was really beautiful art, all God-centered. And they would get their kids to, you know, huddle around. They would light a candle. They'd pray an Our Father, a Hail Mary, a Glory Be, and then they would do prayer intentions, and they'd go around the circle. And the dad was explaining to me that in this time, you know, they, um, you know, the kids, if, if they fought with each other that day, they would bring it up in the prayer and say, I forgive so-and-so for doing this, or I'm sorry to dad for not listening at this point. And, and then, you know, they, they would just pray for each other. And I've started to do that every night with my kids uh, we don't have a little corner in the room yet, but we do have a candle and we light it, and uh, my kids love it, and uh, and I think it's uh, I think it's it's been really it's been really beneficial, and uh, I, I really love it. Like I, I just I love that that tradition that I'm just gonna try to keep with my kids. So that pretty much wraps it up here for the recap episode two. 
The next episode is going to be on taboo topics like tattoos and things alike. So I hope you stick around. I hope you listen to it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Share it around to people who you might find that they'll think it's relevant in their lives. We are on TikTok now. You can find us at Catholic Influencers. And you can head to our website, CatholicInfluencersPodcast.com see all the rest of our social media um, platforms and where you can go to follow us there if you want to learn more about the mass learn more about the faith i encourage you to go to encountercourses.com slash subscription and you can sign up and just you know follow along with some really great courses to to build up your faith and build up your knowledge so thanks again everybody see you in the eucharist god bless This has been a production of OSV Podcasts. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com.